Welcome to Fandoms, a show from every fan's point of view. Yes, and welcome to Fandoms. It's uh, Friday night, and we are going to go ahead and get started on a bunch of things that are going on. Um, just so you know, Will Wilkins is not with us this evening, but we have a special guest of uh, Miggy Smith, cell phone wallet keys, um, our resident voiceover and amazing did you know uh, creator uh, for Nerd Initiative. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, and we're also going to do another installment of the Cinema Smackdown. So we're looking forward to that tonight. And hopefully you're home, you're safe, you're within the weather. If you're having uh, the winter weather that's going on around here, especially on the East Coast. But before we go ahead and get started, let's go ahead and have Pooja's picks. So take it away, Pooja. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pooja's Picks. My name is Pooja, and I'm here to bring you the latest in movie news. Let's get into some of the picks that we missed out over the last couple weeks, as well as what's playing now. After much media buzz last year, the new Mean Girls musical movie is out in theaters. The film is based on the Broadway stage musical, which was an adaptation of the original 2004 film, which was inspired by the self-help book Queen Bees and Wannabes by Rosalind Wiseman. Confused? Don't be. Just get in, loser, because we're watching the heck out of this fantastic new rendition of an iconic film we all know and love and probably quote a little too much. Remember to wear your pink shirts and be sure to check out a full review of the film right now on the Nerd Initiative website. James Samuel's The Book of Clarence is a biblical-era comedy-drama film that focuses on Clarence, a man who is a non-believer with a never-ending amount of debt. That is until he finds a way to milk out the benefits of being a messiah as a way to earn enough coin to relieve himself of his debts. Whatever debates this film has garnered, let it not be the thing that deters you from a hilarious and unique story that looks at the time period through a mythological lens with an outstanding cast including Lakeith Stanfield, Alfred Woodard, Tayana Taylor, RJ Seiler, Omar Sy, Anna Diop, David Oyelowo, and even James McAvoy and Benedict Cumberbatch. And if you're convinced to check this out, be sure to read a full review of the film right now on Nerd Initiative. Netflix's The Kitchen is the directorial debut of both Daniel Kaluuya and Kibwe Tavares and is a film that looks like it cannot be missed. The film takes place in a futuristic dystopian London where social housing has been completely eliminated and there is a clear gap between the rich and the poor that is at its limit. While the film certainly is under the sci-fi genre, it looks to be unlike much of what we've seen in the past as it narrows down its focus on the people of the story and their struggles. Be sure to catch this flick only on Netflix today. In theaters today, ISS centers around a group of astronauts from both US and Russia as they live abroad on the International Space Station. As tensions grow on Earth with war erupting everywhere, conflict arises amongst the astronauts as well as they each receive orders from their own countries to take control of the station no matter what. The film appears to be a frightening outlook on the strength of humanity and our ability to cooperate, negotiate, and compromise despite ongoing external conflicts. For those who enjoy sci-fi or thriller films, this might just be for you. Well, that's all that we have for this week. Be sure to tune in to the next episode of Phantoms for more of Pooja's Picks. Until then, back to Tony.
And I absolutely love what she does with these recommendations. And uh, especially like you said, uh, we were, we were chatting um, between the, behind the video. Um, this is definitely, um, like you said, a techno, one of those is a techno film. The kitchen and, looks awesome, man. Like I'm hyped to see that now. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And you know, what's funny. Um, I've seen a lot of takes on the, the book of Clarence and stuff. That was a very interesting one. I, is actually more descriptive than what I have seen other than it was just like yeah. this guy that's happening to act like the Messiah in the midst of, you know, while Jesus is there. So definitely, definitely interesting. Uh, some great picks from Pooja. I'm glad to have her back for 2024. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of 2024, we're going to talk about a couple things um, that nerd initiative is doing. Um, Big things. Yeah. It, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> We started this. We started this in May of 2022, and it wow. we're already we're already almost two years into this, and uh, so much is going on between the comics bullpen, within television, movies. Um, and I love the fact that with Pooja's pick, she also included like the articles that are involved with this. That's, because if you don't know, cool. if you just watch us on the YouTube channels, you need to go check out nerdinitiative.com. Nerdinitiative.com is. Um, where it's at, you can also follow the contact, um, the contact link there in the QR code, um, which will take you to our contact uh, section where you can fill out to be notified of uh, things that are going on with our newsletter. Um, but uh, but one of those things um, is something that's just recently released, and that is um, a project that um, kind of came by whirlwind. Um, I heard about it last week, and then all of a sudden it was done, <laughs> it was created, and I'm excited to be on it um in the near future here um but it's called the real arena and uh, i want to go ahead and bring on one of our members um the host of the real study uh mr snidbits to talk a little bit about the real arena mr snidbits welcome Ooh. hello thank you for having me i appreciate you guys having me on yeah, absolutely and if you've if you've if mr snidbits looks familiar uh he was they were definitely on with us um when it came to the sag after strike uh, we did a breakdown on that. Um, you will definitely see them more um, as we talk movies. And of course, the Cinema Smackdown. Um, I know I've gotten volunteers from a number of people. Uh, so we'll be doing that, especially when Cinema Smackdown becomes its own show like The Real Arena. But could you do me a favor and just take a moment and talk about The Real Arena, what it is and uh, what your what your idea is about everything? Sure. So it's a two or three person game show uh, about movies specifically. I can do TV. Uh, I'm even going to get to some specifics like specifics for uh, like horror genre, uh, because I know there's like horror fans that would love just to go head to head to each other uh, for these movie games with horror. But I digress. Uh, right now, it is just generalized movie games. Uh, so there are, there are four potential games. There are more, but these are the four that are part of the uh, the game show. The first one is Guess the Movie. Uh, I saw this on another uh, podcast, and I completely forgot the name of the podcast, or I would totally give due credit, but it's just one of those fun movie games that everybody plays around the internet. Essentially, you are playing for points, and essentially you have to guess which movie is within one of those squares, as you guys see. Uh, on the left, you'll have different names of actors, directors. It might be a year. It might be a genre. Uh, and then when they cross-sect, you'll, you'll guess, and if you get it correct, you'll get the points, and the first person to have the maximum points will win. And so there's a certain number of points you can have before there's not enough to catch up, so there's a, it's basically a cap. Um, and then we reveal all the movies at the end, so that's pretty fun. Uh, Keys, or Mickey, was uh, one of the first contestants. He'll be 
this weekend uh, re-recording with me in in order to defend his title. <laughs> and Mr. Marvelite is one of the the, the challengers, if you will. Uh, and then we also have um, Janine Demean is actually going to be the other challenger up against the two of awesome. you. So tough competition. Uh, you guys, you guys got some stiff competition. So we'll see. She she has uh, history on movie game shows. So just just be aware of that. Um, the other games are. Uh, 20 questions movies where the, the contestants will actually go against each other and challenge each other. Uh, there's also um, the still, uh, you know, guess the movie still, which is pretty fun. Uh, whoever guesses it first gets it. And it's, you know, I have 11 stills or whatever would be a nice hard to match number. So there's never, you know, somebody going to not outdo the other, but that that's fun. I, I enjoyed that one this weekend. There is an episode um, both on the nerd initiative and the real study if you guys want to watch the first episode um but this this next episode i think is going to be even more exciting yeah. uh the final game i do want to mention is this is something i never get to explain is the movie game and i the movie game it's basically six degrees of kevin bacon or if you are a friend a friend or a fan of all the movie things degrees of deacons if you will uh <laughs> it's essentially pairing together actors and movies uh until you stump each other and it's for points whoever stumps the person gets a point uh and so you're basically going back and forth yes uh where you you, you say hey you know uh, this is the one that's classic you know tom cruise top gun is a very classic film uh, and then somebody would have to pick an actor from that film and move on until you get to a movie that's almost impossible to to pick because there's either one actor or a, you know quote nobodies and i don't mean that in any negative way towards <laughs> actors but People that are unknown in the film, if you will. See, see, I remember we did this once when I was a regular on the real study, and I fumbled so much with that. Like, I, I think as everybody was going, I was uh, like wanting to cheat and pull up IMDb. So this will be interesting. This will be very yeah. interesting. In a modern world, I have to hope the guests are on your honor because I can't, nope. I can't sit there and see what you're looking at below the screen. So, you know, well, I'm, if this I'm were in a studio. That'd yeah, I'm saying it out loud now that that I was tempted because I'm gonna make sure that I don't do that. Um, but but yeah, so that game might be short lived. I might be out very quickly. I'm just saying. Well, that's why uh, I, I'm trying to put a variety of games in it so that there's some that is sheer. Like if you don't know movies, you may just fumble, uh, or or you don't know a lot of movies. I should say because some of these you have to you know know way too many. Uh, but the guess the movie, I think, as long as you have a pretty decent history of film at least with films themselves, maybe actors and, and directors, it, it can be tricky, but the, you know, the genres do that. If you know your genre, you might be like, Oh, sci-fi, you know, I know sci-fi really well. So, yeah. 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 Well, this, 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 hopefully I don't disappoint. We'll, we'll, we'll do our, we'll do our best. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I, I remember uh, you, you had me preview the, the, the first episode mm -hmm. um, and, and I still watched it after it was, was out it what's so funny is like there are certain things where like you struggle and you're like completely oblivious um and there was the one where it was like uh keanu reeves 2005 yes. and constantine we had a hard time and everybody's like coming <laughs> with everything else i'm like constantine i heard lake house I'm like constantine <laughs> <laughs> that and uh the jeff daniels stuff was pretty tough because he's in everything and i was like i don't know man <laughs> And he's he does movies of a like wide variety yes. of genres. He's not 
he's not shoehorned into one specific. It was genre. it was well edited because I'm telling you, there was a lot more space in there where like uh just a whole lot of uhs. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like it I think later. it was like 50 minutes. Yeah. The show, like like Marvelite was mentioning, is we it kind of like, hey Mickey, let's I have some movie games. You want to play some movie games? We'll record it. Let's see what comes of this. And it actually turned out to like when I was done, I was like, oh, there's like there's something yeah. there. And so it kind of came from that and it's, it's been slapdash put together, but now I've, I've locked it down as you can see. Uh, and it, it will be good. Um, of course, as good as the contestants, I should say, uh, <laughs> I can, I can host all day long. Um, but if they don't bring it, then you're it'll great. Be, it'll be slim pickings. So oh, I appreciate that. I, I, I'm trying, I, apparently I'm doing it more than once. I don't think I even asked the wife if she was okay with this. I'll have to ask her after the show. <laughs> well, that's that's the other cool thing. Um, so you you already said this. This is going to be airing. Th this will be available on not only Nerd Initiative's YouTube channel. This is also available on Real Study. And and for anybody who's interested, like if you're if you are interested in being a part of the Nerd Initiative community, one of the things I always want to tell you is be positive. Um, be productive, um, do quality. We don't look at numbers. We look at quality. Um, we have quality people that are involved. Um, and, and, you know, kind of, it, it helps if you know what you want to do, but let's face it. All of us have that thing. I like Marvel, but like I surprise snippets and I love Terminator. Um, and so like, I I'm on the real study the, the last, the last week. And then, then this, this coming week. Um, and so, it's okay to love different things, but if you want to be involved in this kind of stuff, you know, be sure to reach out to us. You can go to that contact form, just like we've got it up here. Um, tell us what you're interested in. It does not guarantee that we will respond because let's face it, we're busy and I'm also scatterbrained. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the way this whole thing works, I may be the founder and the co-CEO. Um, this works because of amazing people like Mickey, like Snidbits, um, like, like Ken, Mm -hmm. um, over comics and, Pooja. and, and, and Sean and, and Pooja that are just driven to want to see and, and rich as well. If you don't realize this, uh, my oh, hands yeah. are right here. Rich is rich is running this. He's making me look better than I, I could myself, as long as I don't come up <laughs> on the screen. Yes. Um, and so yeah. it's, it's very important for, for everyone to realize, like, it, it's all about that. And us having the content on it's because we're collaborating, uh, Real study is not nerd initiative, but at the same time, we're family and that's, that's how it's going to be. And so there are people that contribute and we, we, it's our show like fandoms or like turn a page. Um, and then there are things like this that we want to be able to, to do to help boost. Because if you're not following, if you're watching this, or if you're listening to this on the podcast and you have not followed the real study, I'm telling you right now, I've already made sure that the real studies YouTube channel is linked inside of the description. You should go there and you should fill You know, you should, you should subscribe. You should like, you should watch the episodes. Um, Preferably not the ones that I I'm in it because I ramble, um, <laughs> but but absolutely um, they are about to in the next couple of months they will be at 250 movies that they've reviewed, and wow. and they I mean I remember when when it, when it first started and, it was like it was uh you know it wasn't the real study and then it became the real triad, and then it became the real study and just seeing how everything has grown, it the real study helped make me have a mind to do something because I didn't want to get on YouTube. I didn't want to get on Twitch and do a show because I didn't think I could. And it's because of Mr. Snidbits that 
I'm willing and able to do, do those things. And so you build off of the people that you're around. So if you want to be around good people, I'm just saying. <laughs> Means a lot. I, I just want to say love, like, love yeah. you say that. what a, a, a diverse group of people with some great opinions and very sharp and they know what they're talking about, man. Like I feel intimidated every time I go up there. Cause I'm like, these guys are the real deal, but I'm going to sit here and at least gush over it. Well, it's a, sometimes. it's a mix. It's a mix of people that are, that have <laughs> yeah. been in the industry are aspiring to be in the mm -hmm. industry or admire the industry. One of the three, you know, and it, you know, I would put you under the, the second two categories, Mickey, you're trying to get in and you, you would love it. Yep. Like, so, um, but yeah, you know, having, having somebody like Brian on the panel is, is not a, is not a bad thing. He's, you know, he's got a lot of experience no. behind the camera, so he, he knows. Um, Absolutely. Or, or Tyler for that matter. Um, and yeah. Ray yeah. brings, brings it. And of course I, I cannot oh, not mention black girl Marvel because she has <laughs> been the rock of the real study. She has been there since the day oh, one uh, of the original, whatever you wanted to call it podcast, <laughs> if you will. So, yeah, absolutely. And I will, I will tell you um, this last episode where we started going over the Terminator. Um, I had never been live with Ray before and I was intimidated by how she broke down. Like I was sitting there going like, okay, I yes. didn't think of the Terminator like this. Like, <laughs> okay. And I think that's the great part about it. It's even like with Pooja's picks, um, Pooja breaks things down and gives a, a, a rundown where I might have gone to the summary of the movie and kind of like modify that. You can tell that she, she's in the point where she is building the way she describes things and the style that she she's it's 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 intimidating to see the people you're around but at the same she's time she's a writer like yes. she is she knows how to yes. write yeah. those little scripts before she does each film like i can tell she's pieced it together she practices it like very very well done very well good very great craft and she's also she's also agreed and i'm gonna put this out there now because it's it if she doesn't do it it's on me because it's my responsibility um i've told her if I asked her and she agreed if I give her enough time before a cinema SmackDown episode, she will do a video breakdown of each of the films to kind of get everyone ready. Cause like movies we're talking That's about good. tonight, some people probably have never watched them. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully oh, yeah, it will get mine. people wanting to watch these movies, especially since, yeah, we might talk a little bit of crap about each other's movies, but honestly, <laughs> when 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 mickey brought up his i was like wow that's that's a good pick and then i said when i said mine it was almost the exact same thing with mickey because they're great <laughs> films and it was just like last week now stim is I, I know you have a differing opinion about this but like both both of us struggled over jurassic park versus ready player one um i know you feel strongly about ready player one and i understand that um but we can say this ready player one is better than the aragon adaptation so since I've never yeah. read Aragon or seen Aragon, I cannot weigh in. At least, it, but let's just say it this way: it would be like it would be like them saying that the the um the people who work at AI are are you know they're humans, and then all of a sudden they make them all chimpanzees. <laughs> it was like that. It's like that thing. Like they completely changed the entire existence sure. of certain beings in the in the story. So I'm just gonna go there for that. What no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least in Ready Player One, the names were the same, and they had the same like basic <laughs> one-dimensional role. I, I, I'll digress. I, I can go on forever. But... <laughs> Oof, Besides, you guys have a battle you have to get there. to, okay. so I'm, uh, I'm yes. definitely want to let you guys do that. Well, thank you for that. I know uh, you were on borrowed time. 
Uh, so go ahead and take over for your wife. Uh, we really appreciate it. We look forward to more with uh, Real Arena. I know you've got some more things that are going on, uh, specifically a documentary that's 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 in the process. So um, yeah, there are great things that. coming. That's, and that's 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 the that's the long term project. So keep an eye on the long term <laughs> for that. Yep. And if you if you want to look up uh, even. Uh, uh, Mr. Snidbit's uh, significant other, Bats McSkelly on the mm. website, has a great rundown of horror that she did a while back. And I know there's something else in the works. So we're going to be looking forward to hearing about that later on. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having yes. us. And you guys have All a right. great battle. I, I look forward to it. All right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. All right. And so. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk. So let's let's go ahead and do a rundown. First of all, um, I'm going to break down. We we've been doing some nerd news uh, blips. If you do not follow us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, um, even the shorts here on YouTube, um, we have been trying to do some breakdowns of news. Nerd Initiative has never been a news site. Um, we have never tried to be breaking news, but as we progress and as we find that we're more ambitious, it's it's starting to happen, and so. Um, you, there have been some things and I want to, want to bring up one that you talked about just recently, uh, the Minecraft movie that's, that's in process. Oh, yeah. Um, a star studded cast. Um, by the way, my kid had me watch it with the, 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 your, your rundown uh, a couple times. He definitely enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> uh, and we, the first time we watched it, he didn't see the eyes at the end. So I had to, I had to stop and make him watch the whole thing again. Oh, yeah. He's like, he goes, Ooh, <laughs> So, but he's always been, he's always been a uh, fan of yours. Um, but it's definitely exciting. Um, I, I wonder, I wonder if it's, we can project a little bit. Do you think it's going to yeah. be in the Minecraft world that all of these characters are, are being, do you think it could be possibly more like Jumanji or, or, I mean, what, what do you think? Oh man. Like, I guess what I want it to be is more like, you know, Super Mario Brothers. It's about the game you know, itself, uh, not the Jumanji style, but I kind of have a feeling that's where they're going to go. Right. It's kind of like a real world live. Is it a live action or is it, or is it, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm saying, I, I kind of feel like it's, we're going to go. We're like, okay, we're out here. And then we're in the, the, the game itself. Like you said, I think that's where it's going to go. I would like it to just be maybe a Minecraft story. Right. Uh, because I, my sons read a lot of those like graphic novels and books and um, they have some really great stories. Like, just based in the Minecraft world. So I kind of hope they do that. I think that would be better. Yeah. I, I kind of wonder because I know like Netflix not too long ago did like a choose your own adventure. Um, net, yeah, uh, the Minecraft series. So like, I could see that I could definitely see uh, Jason Momoa playing a character like, like, uh, like let's see a, a computer, you know, generated character that, you know, is the confident one. Um, something tells me Jack Black is still going to be the villain. I think, I think, after bowser i could immediately see him being like because i know i i don't know if you've played with your kids or not but like um minecraft dungeons so you've got like yeah. these these kind of like these temple characters that are like they're the, mm -hmm. the, the 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 um the illagers they have like a like a, a head or a lead yeah. um and so yeah. it's like these kings of the illagers or whatnot um so i could definitely see him being that like a very small creature with a very or a small being with like a really big like demeanor like i could definitely see that um i could see him even being like you know closer to a main character protagonist and i kind of feel like jermaine clement or clement however you pronounce his name i, I feel like he's gonna in my opinion would probably be the villain of the film but yeah. who knows 
Um, but yeah, we've been doing a lot of nerd initiative news. Um, you'll see different members, um, going down. Um, we're also going to be doing more video rundowns of some of the, um, articles that we, that we've done. Um, if you haven't looked, we're, we're also kind of leaning into other pieces. Um, just like, uh, metalcore nerd, Sean, um, did a, um, article on who he thinks, um, owns Avengers tower now. Um, through the MCU because we have not ever really seen much about it. There's been some hints to it. Um, there are some possibilities. And so um, great article. I think there is the possibility down the road for those to become, you know, videos as well, because we want you, we want you to be teased just like what Pooja did. We want you to be teased to go and look at those articles. Um, and we're almost, we're almost to 1000 articles on the website. Um, which is fantastic. That's Mind crazy. you, a large, a large amount of them is our editor in chief of comics. Um, Ken Maney. <laughs> and if you, if you don't know Ken M, um, he, he's, he's a, he's a powerhouse with, um, getting our comic books. He's the one who is keeping all of us in control. Um, or all the, the whole bullpen team in control when it comes to embargoes and what's coming out and what's going on and, and everything else. And you can check them out, um, every Wednesday for new comic book day. Um, and of course there's also the turn a page show, um, that happens every Tuesday night. Um, and, and it's, it is, it's, it's, it's impressive. And it was funny cause I was, I, I work at night, so I, I get to see bits and pieces of these shows. And, yeah. um, I got in right at the time where, where, um, Hopskeek news, uh, Matt was talking about, um, wearing his green Bay Packers shirt or his, his, uh, sweatshirt. <laughs> and then they were talking about like nerd initiative sports that could very possibly be a thing down the road very soon. And, um, I was doing a TikTok video and I realized somebody had commented about their nerd origin was when they, when they come to football, football and sports, whether it's hockey, baseball, all of it, it is a nerdum. I, I, I may not necessarily understand the, the tennis aspect, um, from sports, but that's okay. I don't think many people do. Uh, and so, um, we may see sports. If you say, well, that's not a nerdy thing. You have to know the stats of care of, of players. Man, um, I know some sports geeks. Yes, like yes. it's hardcore, yes. man, and it's all about the numbers. Like they can spout off stats to you and names, and to me, that's pretty. I dirty, almost man. feel like if you look at people <laughs> who talk about on social media power scaling, it's oftentimes people that have mm. done the comic, the the the, the trading cards, um, you know, the, yes. uh, the players, because that's a thing, like you know, how many, how many home runs, how many strikes, like all of those things, like showing it's, it's showing a skill set or a power set. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a nerdy thing. And, <laughs> and if, and if you even go like looking at what I have behind me, looking what's behind you, um, you go to my uncle's house. He's a huge Indianapolis Colts fan. Um, been a fan even when they were the Baltimore Colts. Oh, um, wow. and so, wow. um, like he's gone up to Indiana and, and he's gotten autographs and stuff at their conventions, um, and so you go and you look at the stuff and it's, it's tons of just mm. football memorabilia, everything else. It is absolutely 100% this, it's just a different, different grain of it. So it's just that it's more, this is becoming more mainstream than it was before. And sure. to that, I think big bang theory, but you know, that's a different story. <laughs> um, but yeah, so lots of nerd news that's working on it. If you also haven't checked out, um, we've got, um, other shows that are going on or that are, that are, that have been going, which specifically is wrestling night live, um, mm -hmm. with our, our producer right now, who's in the background, the man in the chair, um, rich, rich has been doing a fantastic job 
um, just breaking things down. It's making me want to get into wrestling. And we just had a conversation <laughs> before the show about, I, I watched, I watched one match for AEW and, Oh, uh, struggle. I was struggling, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, I was told there are better things out there. So I'm looking yeah. forward uh, to you getting into it. And, I feel like with wrestling, it reminds me of anime. There's a different type of kind of wrestling subgenre for everybody. You know, you've got like the big heavyweight storytelling matches and then you've got the, the fun, like real fast, quick paced technical, uh, high flying matches. You got the technical matches. There's all kind of little things there for every kind of fan, in my opinion. Exactly. Well, it was funny. Cause so when I, when I watched the, when I watched it, I was like, okay, it was, it was, um, it was Dustin Rhodes versus mm-hmm. and it was Christian cage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's interesting. It was, I, I don't want, I don't want to say anything negatively about the match. <laughs> it, it just didn't end the way I expected it to. Uh, yeah. Um, but was what was interesting was my my son asked, like, you know, are they really hitting each other? And I'm like, well, let me explain a little bit about Can professional wrestling. <laughs> and so I'm like, it's kind of like it's 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 like it's like thirty percent. Well, I, I would say it's more like eighty percent real because it does take a lot of physicality yeah. to be able to do the things. But it's that it's that. 20 to 30 percent of you know scripted you know explaining it's and so i was cheater. trying to like explain how that works and i said you know it's it's very much about the story it's very much about who's the heel i i was able to i, I was i explained what a heel was to him and um when christian cage I, what was it that, when they first distracted the referee in the match <laughs> i looked at my son i go he's the heel and he goes like a foot and i'm like no it's he's the bad guy yeah regardless of whether he wins the championship he's the bad guy because he has the guys who are interfering with the match he's using uh, underhanded tactics he's the heel the other guy is the hero and then when the match was over he goes how does the bad guy win i go because in life sometimes bad guys win Yep. And there's always going to be, there, there's always an underdog. And at some point, somebody is going to get their comeuppance and that's just how it works. And yep. so it got him interested. He's like, can we watch something? Can we watch some, some more? And I'm like, we're, we're going to look at some other wrestling matches and stuff like that. We're going to, we're going to kind of get into it. Yeah. Um, Cause I was a WCW kid. Like my uncle, my uncle died in 96. He was kind of like my dad. And so my cousins were around me more and it was right after Bassett bashed the beach for WCW. And I got heavily into the NWO, <laughs> like, like Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh sticks. Um, and, and then you, then Hollywood Hulk Hogan got into the yeah. mix and stuff, which honestly, as a kid, uh, well, I, I would shocked say the world, teen, man. I wasn't necessarily, I was a teen. Um, like Hulk Hogan being the hero. Like I had all the yeah. Hulk Hogan toys in the eighties and then seeing him become the bad guy for some reason was really alluring. Um, and then of course you had the four horsemen and it was really, it was really like a golden age, even like it was like a second golden age. When you think about the eighties and how, how amazing the eighties was for wrestling. And then the nineties was kind of like a resurgence when you got into like the mid nineties. And it was very short lived though, because it was like between 90, 94, 95 and then like right into 1999. And I fell, I fell off of it from that, but now I'm kind of wanting to see about getting into it. My cousin's. I've always been. I've, I've been watching it since I was. I, I don't even think I could walk yet because my parents and grandparents were really into it. We were watching WCW. We were watching Sting, Ric Flair, uh, all those guys, Terry Funk, like just the old school stuff. So I grew up with that. And but when I got to like a certain age, I think it was when Hulk Hogan got big. I was enamored with the WWF, Hulk Hogan, 
Roddy Piper, uh, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, Andre the Giant. Like those guys were like Jake the they, Snake. Um, they were like yes, Jake the Sergeant Snake, Slaughter, Macho Man, or- Sergeant. They were bigger personalities, like superheroes. Like I was into, so I, I gravitated more towards that. But I was always like with the roots of like the fundamental regional WCW wrestling. So yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, the I've only ever gone to one actual wrestling match. Um, it was in nine. I was, I was, I was in ninth grade. I'm sorry. This ages me. Um, <laughs> it was ninth grade. That was like, uh, I want to say like 1997, 1998. Yeah. Um, it was right when, um, Bill Goldberg started getting into wrestling. Okay. I yeah. guess went from, you know, from the NFL and he was doing wrestling. And, um, uh, when they started the Goldberg chant through WCW yeah. that started in DC, that started that, that oh, the wow. match I went to. And so, you know, it was, it was exciting. Um, it was, it was different. I, I absolutely loved it. So yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, I see you start getting talking too much. Um, <laughs> if you're a wrestling fan, um, buy sure, uh, absolutely check out I wrestling night live every Thursday night. Um, on top of that last night had, they had their Brody awards. Um, so be sure to check that out. That's on the YouTube channel. Now you can go back and watch that. Um, and then also not this week, but the next week, um, we have got the WrestleMania, um, uh, pre-show and post-show. So be sure to catch that live, um, with, uh, I believe with Ken and rich, um, and rich is, I, rich has got, he's got a great mind for this stuff and, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do to, as we progress. And if you're if you're a creator and you want to talk wrestling, oh, I'm sorry, what did I say? WrestleMania? No, I'm sorry. Yes, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Yeah, starts okay. the road to WrestleMania. Road to WrestleMania. Okay. <laughs> I always forget the time frame. Like, see, again, I could tell you what what the WCW pay per view was going to be. Like, <laughs> like yeah, J- January is always Royal Rumble, and it leads. There's a few more in between, but it always leads to I think April. Early April, late March uh, is WrestleMania usually. Yep, yep, yep. So yes, so um, so absolutely. Um, be sure to check them out. Um, we've got lots of great articles that are coming out. We also it's we're in the process. Um, we have a, a team uh, with uh, just to name a couple people, um, Pop Culture Rabbi, um, mm-hmm. the Marvelous Johnny, um, and a number of other people that are looking at mil- making a uh, a Star Wars show. Um, to talk about Star Wars and kind of they want to dive not only into the shows and the movies, but they also kind of want to go into the lore of the books and the comics. Um, so it's definitely going to be an interesting um, an interesting show. Um, they've been wanting to do this for a while. We were putting kind of like new stuff on a hold for a little bit, uh, but now with the new year, we're kind of hitting the ground running. So absolutely yeah. um, be sure to check out that. Um, and Mickey, is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, so like I am kind of slowly paving some foundations for our like collecting and toys content with play for keeps, uh, kind of trying to build that from the ground up. I know, you know, we want to cover new releases and maybe get to a point where we can do reviews on certain things, uh, action figures, Legos, whatever. Like I wanted to stress that there's more to collecting than just toys. Um, there's all kinds of things. There's backpacks, there's sneakers, there's hats, there's mm-hmm. t-shirts, clo- all kinds of clothing. There's even like, you know, there's books, uh, magazines. I, I don't know. It's endless. The possibilities are endless. And I want people to share those things, right? Because I find those interesting when people have a a fascination with something that maybe other people are like, I don't get it. But like 
that's fascinating to me. Like, well, what is it? Like, I want to get it. I want to understand because, you know, it's going to end up linking back to stuff I collect too, obviously, because there's just a love there and maybe like memories of, you know, childhood memories or something, a loved one. You don't know what it is, but I, I, I want to explore all that. And hopefully we'll get to a point where I'm pumping out, you know, maybe some interviews, sorry, interviews and articles uh, on collectors. So anyone out there who's like big into something, collecting something, if you guys want to reach out to Nerd Initiative and talk to us, I want to talk to you and like kind of get to, to know you and understand what it is you collect and why. So I think that's about where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, like I remember growing up, like the big you always think about like coin collecting, stamp collecting, stuff yeah. like that. Um, I have a nephew who is right now into collecting like different types of soda bottles. Um, and so, you know, um it, it could be different things. And I I it's funny because I remember um I had a professor that um worked for the Coca-Cola company. Mm -hmm. And so behind him, whenever I went into his office, it was Coca-Cola cans from all over the different all over the world. Oh wow. And yeah, cool. It, it's really, I mean, it, it really is like you, you might, it might be, you know, collecting art from different artists. I mean, there, there, there are so many different things. It would be nice. And I'm just kind of putting this out there because you might as well manifest um, <laughs> right. for us to go to people's homes and go through their collections and interview them. I would like, like that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, you know, one of the things, one of the uh, things Michael and I wanted to do when we first started talking about our initiative was at some point for us to go and see some of these crazy comic collections. Yeah. Like have somebody talk yes. about, you know, the, 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 the tailor for Stan Lee and yeah. the, his collection and, and like all, you know, how he got it and, you know, people that have found different things. And I think that's why we've, you know, built friendships with people like golden and, and with short box. And yeah. uh, it's because you just, you, you see, you know, the potential out there. Um, and it's, it's amazing to see that, and, you know, um, and my wife is in the chat and I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and mention this. So this comes something uh, different. Um, you know, we've done, we're, we're into wrestling, we're into comics, we're into movies, um, you know, toys. Um, if you haven't figured it out, um, you know, I want to see more anime, but I also want to see more book, um, book talk, um, also, with nerd initiative. Yeah. Also like, uh, I just, out of it came up, but like vinyl records, like music cassettes, anything, eight tracks. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just, yeah. Things that represent a point in time that maybe bring back something special i i love that stuff yeah it was like even my, my mom it's it's funny because for a number of years she collected miniature bears yeah. and what's great about those is it's the bears that are kind of like cosplaying bears in a sense like there's the entire peter pan set um <laughs> you know and stuff like that or like the wizard of oz um it doesn't matter what it is it's 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 neat to see it and sometimes it could spurn spurn i, I don't even know if i want to use that <laughs> word it could encourage other people to jump into something as well yeah Yes, yeah, the most popcorn was we, we want to keep you with movies, but absolutely yeah, yeah. We, want, we want to do it can be um, intimidating with collecting because the way you know the economy is kind of right now, a lot of things are expensive. I mean, you got to eat first, you got to have a house and be clothed and gas and all that stuff. But I feel like there's a there's a niche somewhere for everybody if if that's your hobby of collecting, you know, thrift stores and yard sales. That stuff's fun to me. Like I love the idea you were talking about, you know, seeing people's collection like American pickers, but you're not trying to buy it. You just want to talk about it. Like, I love it when they yeah. just talk about it, not when they have tips on <laughs> how to collect, how they collect their stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. No, it's, it, it's, it's, it's kind of great. Like I, 
like we've been blessed. Like we've, we've, you know, I look back at the stuff that I've got and mind you, it was before everything got more difficult to buy, but, um, (laughs) it's it's still, it's like, it's like, I have like, even for like, you know, people that want to collect like props and things like that. Like I have this here, I 3d printed this, you know, it's like you, you can make your collection. You can be a creator as well for the things that you like to create. So, um, we're definitely gonna be doing a lot more of that. Um, talking about those things, um, you also want to kind of throw this out there because this applies for you as well. Um, but if you, if you have watched our stuff, you're watching this live, you're watching this on a recording or you're listening on the podcast. Um, first of all, thank you for that. Thank you for, mm-hmm. for watching us, for mm-hmm. reading our content, for doing all these things. We, we appreciate the heck out of you because you, you have made this possible and the amount of recognition that we get, um, for things that we do, just as last year, um, we were at Awesome Con and we did um, we did a panel um, about the MCU phases four and five, and the person in the in the um, that was kind of facilitating the room um, was a fan of Nerd Initiative and and actually asked to be assigned to that room because we were going to be there and that was incredibly humbling. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you'd like to meet us, you'd like to run into us in places, listen. The Nerd Initiative team are going to be at conventions this year. I can tell you right now. All over the place. Um, we've got we've got some that are going to be at GalaxyCon Richmond in March 15th through 17th. Um, we've got uh, a group awesome that are con. they're doing their own panel um, at MegaCon. MegaCon. Yes. So if you're going to be at MegaCon, check out um, check out Maddie T or uh, the Hopskeek News. Um, check out what they're doing. Um, I, I imagine a lot of us are going to try to be at New York Comic Con again this year. That was like a, a good place for presence. C2E2 um, is coming up pretty soon. That's that's the easy place for to catch out. Um, <laughs> to catch our comics editor in chief, uh, Ken Ken M. Um, also, Rich was there this last year. Mickey was there. I was there. Michael was there. Johnny was there. Um, so it's a lot. And then of course, uh, we're going to be at C2E2. Um, this this year. Um, I know for sure um derek mickey and i are going to be there we're trying to figure out how to survive um living, <laughs> living in chicago uh, um and then um on top of that we'll uh, a number of us will be at um awesome con in dc mm-hmm. and the great part about that is i can tell you right now um nerd initiative has been proved again for a panel at awesome con for expounding the mcu nice. um, so we're going to be talking about the threats to come Ooh. and what the possible hmm. i hate to say this the I possible have to make end a, of the mcu could be might have to make a little um, trip for that one yeah so so it's <laughs> it's definitely definitely exciting we had a fantastic um panel at new york comic-con this last year with uh with john caglione oh, so um, john's fun. been doing some amazing stuff but you don't follow him um he's the makeup artist workshop on tiktok and an instagram um, we'll be sure to add a link in the description later. We don't have one for right now. Um, cool of course, he's spoiler. the, what's that? Dropped a cool little spoiler the other yes, day. Yes, he did. There. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. I was like, it was awesome. And if you, you need to go and watch his video, I will tell you that. But um, <laughs> there was a, there was a hint at him making the prosthetics for the Terrifier 3, um, which was, which was awesome. But he's also uh, Oscar winner for um, Dick Tracy. He was the, um, makeup artist for um, Heath Ledger for the Dark Knight. He helped mm-hmm. make that. And if, if you want to know, like, especially what what lipstick um, was used for Heath Ledger, <laughs> he'll even tell you that. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's a Maybelline product. Um, he gives you even the numbers. So if you want to cosplay, you can cosplay accurately. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, he'll do that. But I was funny because at the beginning of the year, um, I I I texted him and I just said, Hey, John, I want to say thank you so much for 
making New York Comic Con something special for yeah. being a part of this. You know, you honored us. And he goes, he goes, why are you talking the past tense? He's like, I'm ready to work with y'all again. So Heck I yeah. don't know what it's going to be, Heck yeah. but let's go. It's coming at some point. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to figure something out. Mind uh, you, he's busy with movies. The, the best kind um, of busy. But we'll, 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 we'll work it out and we'll figure it out. And if you are an aspiring makeup artist, be sure to check him out because mm -hmm. it's definitely a place for you to get more information um, on how to kind of get into the industry and the kind of the tips and tricks of the trade for him. And I, I watched um, him you, talk with people at New York Comic Con and I'm telling you, that's the guy you want to learn from. Like he's going to, he's, he'll be your friend. Like he's your friend. You know what I mean? Like he'll talk to you genuinely and be honest with you and yep. tell you all kinds of awesome stories and tips and tricks. It's, it's crazy. And and that was the thing for him. Like, I think it was because of how he started. Um, he was a kid in the makeup art and he sent a letter to, um, to the fan club for, um, for Dick um, Smith, right? For, no, it no, wasn't no. even his. It wasn't even his fan club. It was for the girl. Um, well, I'm trying to think of her name. She was um, she was the girl in The Exorcist. Oh, um, uh, Blair. 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 I can't remember. Linda. Her first name. Lin Linda Blair. Is that it? Was it? No, that's not it. Is it? <laughs> Linda Blair. No, was it Linda Blair? <laughs> I want That's somebody else. I think. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, it was. It was a. Um, it was a. Um, uh. It was a, oh, you go ahead and show it, Rich. This is John's work. Um, yes. But he sent a letter into um, the fan club for the, the, the actress who was, you know, possessed in The Exorcist because Dick Smith was his hero and he's the one that did the work for her. And he wrote it to him, care of their, their fan club. And he ends up getting a phone call while he's outside playing, you know, playing football, playing outside. And his mom calls him in and he talks to him and Dick Smith ends up being his mentor. That's crazy. You know, willing to call him and talk That's to him. Crazy. And so he has that same mentality of wanting to, to mm -hmm. be an encouragement and help to other people. Um, so, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, amazing work he did there. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, uh, look forward to see what, what, what's possible, but, um, that's a little bit about, it. I think we've talked long enough about that. Okay. Um, you ready to talk, talk some smack to each other. Heck yeah, man. All right. So let's go ahead and <laughs> let's get into the cinema smackdown. Rich, Rich is, Rich is doing his best to deal with my, my antics. Um, so let's go ahead and first just talk about, um, last week or last episode, um, we, um, had Jurassic park versus ready player one. Um, and of course I was, I was sure that Jurassic park was going to win. I was unfortunately too. winning by 72% to the 28%, um, hmm. ready player one, um, beat out Jurassic park. Um, and will has some words that he would like to share with us about that. So let's go ahead <laughs> and play Will's video. Hey, Fandom Screw, I was really excited to be able to be there tonight to uh, see the results of the Cinema Smackdown. Unfortunately, mm, I could not because my daughter has a dance competition. And uh, honestly speaking, regardless of the results, I'm calling this in in order to be a concession speech because regardless of the results, because 
Uh, I stacked the deck a little, okay? Uh, it obviously wasn't fair, and I promise if I'm involved, I won't do this again, but, you know, I have multiple audiences I can ask to vote, so uh, there is no way that Ready Player One is actually better than Jurassic Park in the way of a bad book adaptation, but being a really great movie. So uh, congratulations, Tony, because honestly speaking, if I had not cheated, no other way to put it, uh, this would have been a hands-down smackdown. So congratulations truly to uh, Jurassic Park for being the winner. Congratulations, Tony. Again, sorry I can't be there tonight, uh, but I hope everyone has a great fandoms episode without me. And of course, has a great weekend. Well, I, I appreciate him being honest and admitting that. He, yes. And, and, and let's face it. Part of this competition has to be you campaign to win. Heck yeah. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to say he won. He still won that yeah, because he, he did won. the game. I was the one that made the promos. So if you just <laughs> put the QR code and he put it out there, uh, that's on me. That's not on him. I could have kept it quiet because at one point it was, it was like, I think we had 11 votes and I was winning by a landslide. And then all of a sudden I went back another day and it was like, it went from 11 to like 28 and I'm like, crap. And so I posted an article or not post an article, posted a, a, a post on social media trying to get people to vote and he just took that and all of a sudden went from that to like 68. And I'm like, forget this. Just forget it. And of course, I did a TikTok video about it. And and um, I'm telling Will to stay in his own lane and stop talking in my comments. Uh, my friend's like, well, I really like Ready Player One. But I'm like. Uh, so, oh well, what can you do? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. But both both good films, unless Mr. Stimbus is involved. Um um, but uh, we're tonight's tonight's cinema smackdown. Um, we're going to be talking about a uh, different category of movies. Just like I said before, um, last week's was bad book adaptations um, that were, were great movies. Um, this week we're going for just a, a, a genre and it's not because I responded to a video of someone who was talking about noir um, films earlier that I was thinking <laughs> about this in my mind. Um, it, it absolutely was. Um, but we're talking about tech noir, um, tech noir films. And there's a lot of honorable mentions, um, things like, um, the matrix, mm -hmm. um, the Terminator saga, Johnny mnemonic, Johnny mnemonic, which was brought up by Snibbis asking hey. why in the world that wasn't being brought yeah. up. Hey, look. Um, and then of course we saw in the, um, in the, the Pooja's picks that there's the kitchen. Yeah. Yep. That um, very, now very it doesn't nice. just mean this dystopian, um, there's a little more to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not dystopian. It means future. It could be dystopian, but when you think of noir, you think of like detective. Um, it's kind of like that old style. It doesn't necessarily have to be in black and white um, with the exception of what Fox thought of when they were doing the Wolverine movie um, because they, they called their <laughs> noir version, the black and white version. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the tech noir, it's definitely got that, that narrative or that, Gritty. It, it, it always seems to involve like some type of de detective type thing. Yeah. Like the Batman would be considered a noir film. Absolutely. Um, if you go to look at um, the season two of, of what if, which is what kind of causes to be in my head, um, that <laughs> first episode with Nebula is definitely a noir style storytelling. Um, and so Mickey, I'm going to let you go and start off. What is your, what is, what are you proposing as the better tech noir um, movie, go for it. Uh, the film that I bring to the table is totally not a Matrix ripoff, but it is Equilibrium, starring Christian Bale, Tay Diggs, 
uh, quite a few other people that you would be surprised is in the movie. You're like, Hey, I know that guy. I know that gal. Mm-hmm. Um, but equilibrium, uh, it, it's after a, it takes place after a third world war and a totalitarian, uh, regime kind of takes over and says, why did, you know, we don't want any more war. We don't want this to happen again. What do we do? We take emotion out of the equation. Uh, and we do that by removing art, music, literature, uh, any kind of thing that would elicit a emotional response, kind of like Fahrenheit 451, some, some borrowed ideas there. Uh, and they also add in this dose of uh, prosium is the drug they call it, I believe, where it kind of levels them out and just takes dulls their sensibilities, right? They're just kind of robotic almost. People can't wear bright colors. Everyone in the film is wearing brown and navy blue and black and gray. Uh, and this this regime has clerics, Grammaton clerics, which Christian Bale plays one of those that are kind of like these super soldiers that lead their forces into, into these enforcement zones where they try to dig out these underground resistance cells and um, they, they basically burn any art they find, destroy any art they find and usually eliminate any resistance. They may take some in for questioning to find bigger fish, but for the most part, that's how that goes. And as the film goes on, we kind of realize, you know, Christian Bell's cleric kind of starts to realize, you know, maybe this is not a good way to live. Uh, it's cool to see bright colors, right? <laughs> it's cool to hear, listen to music. Art is beautiful. Uh, literature is awesome. Um, and he starts to also realize that maybe the people up top aren't really living by those same standards and they're kind of treating us all like, you know, with hypocrisy, basically. Yeah. 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 Now, as for me, um, my choice for tech noir um, is a little bit of a different vein. Um, it's definitely a futuristic film. Um, it's also a comic book movie um, in the essence because mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. it is reference uh, is adaptation from um, an entire story in the comics. Um, but mine is 2012's Dread. Um, this was with um, uh, was it? Uh, Carl, Carl, Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. Um, which if you know him, he was uh, bones in the remake for um, the star Trek movies. Um, he's also well-known right now for boy, the, uh, the boys yeah. um, as being the one who's trying to kill the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's a fantastic creator. He was also scourge in Thor Ragnarok, he was. Um, but this follows the, um, the basically the law enforcement officer dread um, as he takes us, uh, a, a, kind of a protege but it's also it's him testing this new um this new potential judge who has a special ability to be able to sense what's going on um you know with people around she's an empath basically if you don't know anything about dread it's very much a dystopian future there are these giant cities called mega cities that um are where everybody exists because of the rest of the world is desolate and it's not livable and so within these places are these giant towers and we actually follow them through a story at one specific tower called peace trees. Um, and there has been a, uh, a gang killing and, um, these people were skinned and thrown off of a balcony and they're, they, they just randomly choose this building, um, to investigate. And in doing so, they take a person into custody to do interrogations. It just happens to be a member of the mama clan 
Um, and, and they're afraid that this person is going to, and there's mama. Um, they're, they're afraid that they're going to spill everything because the entire production of a drug called slow-mo is inside of peach trees. And so they, they, they initiate a lockdown. Um, and so it's these two judges, um, basically versus the entire population of peach trees because mama puts out a, um, uh, a thing that if anybody tries to help them, they will be, they'll be executed. And whoever is able to kill the judges, um, end up being able to, I guess they'll be basically offered like, you know, a large substantial crazy amount of money. Uh, and so it's, it's definitely a great story about what people would do in desperation. Um, you've got the great narrative that, you know, with noir where it, it starts off with dread kind of talking through and explaining the, the entire city, even though you really don't get to see a whole lot of it, um, because you're mostly in peach trees, the, the city itself is very much of a character in the story. Um, you get corruption with the other dreads. Um, you get this, this concept of what happens when you have people that are, that are isolated and that are, that are struggling and are out of luck, what they will do to be able to take care of those that they love. Um, there's even, even little bits and pieces, a very, there's a very, even a very fat, um, fast, um, moment where they go into an apartment and um the, the the woman has a baby and she just doesn't want them in there because she's afraid of what could happen to her and she would rather help them real quick because that way her husband or her her boyfriend who is out there looking for them won't find them mm. um and it's just it's just interesting to see and um the 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 the, the protege for dread you can tell he doesn't like the fact that she's with him, but the more she's in there, the more she comes into her own, the more he puts faith in her. And even though she makes some decisions that would have automatically failed her in his test, um, it actually pro proved to that the fact that she was able to continue on, even though she failed because she was ready to see this through. It was, it was definitely a great character development. Um, the, the villains are especially evil, but then you have, those people that are put in those situations where you you have to see where compassion is and everything. I, I absolutely love this film. And one of the great part about it uh, is it is being in 2012 is right around the whole 3D, um, mm -hmm. the yep. 3D push, to which I'm, I'm sad that 3D in the home is not a big thing anymore. Um, this movie is hands down probably one of the best 3D movies to watch. Oh, really? Um mickey next time you're at my house we're watching this film. <laughs> okay and i just want to tell you um just uh, you've seen you've seen this movie mm -hmm. think about the moment when they put because slow-mo basically causes everything to go in slow motion in right. the brain so when they get thrown off the the uh the balcony and there's that slow fall with the all the particles all of that is 3d the depth is just amazing um and then when you see the scene with the uh with uh with the di with the mini guns and everything else like it, it, it puts you and then that's the thing I think that works really well with three 3d films. If it's not something like journey to the center of the earth, where a tape measure comes out of the screen and into your face, yeah. that's one thing it's too gimmicky. Yeah. But when you can see depth depth, yes, and really true. feel like you're in something like you're in that space, that's when they've done it well. And that's when right. they've done it right. And this movie absolutely did that. Okay. Um, I, I want to add to equilibrium. Okay. Uh, we've got the, hard-boiled cop so to speak in christian bell uh and we've got a sort of a femme fatale and uh i can't remember her name right now but uh 
who's kind of like caught with the the uh they call them sense offenders when you know they're feeling things wow <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> and uh so she's like whole, she's she's got a little stash of music and art and stuff so they take her in for questioning and like he slowly kind of falls in love with her and realizes that she was in love with his former partner who i mean i don't want to spoil anything but it's sean bean so you kind of know what happens to him right it's yeah. sean bean in a movie in the 90s pretty much anything that happens I mean, to sean bean in yeah, any of his movies it's over so yeah so and he kind of falls in love with her as he learns more of this stuff from her uh it kind of cracks his shell he's trying to solve this this mystery of you know what are we really doing here? Um, am I doing the right thing? I don't really think I am. And he, he eventually joins the resistance and there's look, let me say something. The action scenes in this movie are so phenomenal, except for a few bad CGI things here and there. Uh, just uh, Mr. Snibbits mentioned it in the, the uh, comments gun Kata. They have their own form of martial arts based around guns, which is, wild to say the least <laughs> is it not like an art form which was kind of like illegal at the time though like i think so and this i think this was something that was kind of popularized earlier by john woo and the matrix kind of played with it but they mm -hmm. actually like showed forms and angles and how you actually do it and basically it's no matter what you you're you'll hit your target but they won't hit you and and obviously these were some generic stormtroopers and all black with motorcycle helmets and uh black jackets but they look pretty ominous and of course they could never hit anybody they actually shot unless they were standing still and they were prisoners or something um but anyway i you know the the dystopian future is there there's this like architecture that's very i don't know dreary like you said the city was kind of its own thing this one isn't really like that but i'd say the there's the the uh i forgot his name but the father his name is the father he's kind of like on all the TV screens, shouting out propaganda and telling everyone to take your medicine and art is bad and, you know, follow the ways of uh, the tetragrammaton, I think is the name of the, the political regime. Um, but yeah, it's just this, it's really good to, Christian Bale's really good in this movie because he slowly, as you see him slowly opening up to these pieces of art that he finds he starts reading some things and there's a scene where he puts a vinyl record on and listens to beethoven for the first time and just like sobs and i was like man i think i would do the same thing because that me it was so beautiful i was like dude i would i would break down too if that was the first time i got to enjoy music so there was a lot of good scenes like that where he was like overwhelmed with emotion i get that yeah, it was also kind of Christian. If you think about it, it was very much Christian Bale at that in that era. Um, mm. they, they, I think they kind of melded the character to be more like him. Yeah. Um, because I, I mean, like, if you think about like American Psycho, um, you think of this, you think of the Dark Knight, like he plays this very, you yeah. know, very straight character. Um, he he definitely goes into the roles, but the roles all seem same. And I'm not. I, I listen. I like Equilibrium. I'm just gonna say oh, yeah. this though. It's it like it reminds me of like Gattaca meets um the Matrix meets yeah. Wanted. Yeah. I'm just gonna say yeah. it. That's that's pretty um, accurate, actually. Because <laughs> you remember the whole Gattaca is like the future, like you have to suppress certain things. Yes. Like if yep. you're ill, you can't do this. And so it's like that that being in hiding. 
um, and just like trying to make it through. And the, um, the weapons, martial arts from Wanted and all the crazy cinematography along with that. I didn't know about this film until later on. I actually had somebody let me borrow the DVD. Same. And so that's why I watched it. So, but I remember dread. I remember dread. <laughs> I remember dread too. Uh, like, and I was blown away by it. Honestly, when I watched it, I was like, man, I can't, I don't want to talk bad about this movie because of how much I love it, but whatever. <laughs> With Carl Urban never taking his mask off. And for yeah. whatever reason that worked more, it worked so like, let's, let's face this. This is not the first time that a major, a major motion picture was made for this character. And it was played so differently. You had <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, which a lot of people love the original Judge Dredd. I love it. It's bad, yeah, but it, I love it. It's a fun, <laughs> it's a wonky, fun 90s, like sci-fi film. Popcorn um, with, with, with Like with all the characters. But it's like, it, it was almost like the the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty this. good comp. Whereas yeah. this film definitely jumped into like the being Punisher. gritty and like, letting it be itself. Yeah. And from what I understand, um, there are still talks as early as last year. Um, I guess, well, they were talking in 2022 and I think earlier in the year about doing a sequel for this. It's but crazy I will be me. honest. It's crazy that? to me that that never happened. It's crazy to me that it never got a sequel because actually fan reaction was really good. I know it didn't make a lot of money, but yeah. But but I, I know there has been talk about being making a remake. But I will be honest with you, some of the, some of the um, what 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 can I say the, um, the hints as to what it would be are not good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think what really worked for for Dread was it was very down to earth. It was yeah okay. It's it's very much the same society. You just add technology. Um, I remember the first the first scene you got you got the showdown between him and the and the um and and the girl in the um in the mall mm -hmm. where he's holding her hostage and he calls the guy hot shot and the gun just shoots without him ever pulling the trigger it just shoots yeah. a basically like like a like a flare into the guy's <laughs> mouth and burns him up um and then I, I love the I love the fact that at the end you have the robots cleaning the bodies up and they're like we'll um you know uh we'll be back in business in like 30 minutes it was just like that kind of thing. <laughs> I like I like that that judge dread movie was micro as opposed to like macro the 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 first movie was such a big like almost like a world domination kind of thing and this was just like a, a street story like we're gonna just this one little contained setting let chaos ensue <laughs> exactly i think that was the best part about it because i was like how are you gonna do all of this like there's so much lore to the dreads like yeah just the dread background like but well, since 87 imagine one man in mega city he would have to have been a myth to like mm -hmm. the majority of the city because he can't be everywhere right and i loved when the when the dread when the other dreads came in and you you heard them like like I've heard stories about you or whatever, yeah. you know. And it's like they were they were like basically trying to say that he didn't live up to their expectations, and he absolutely did. Like he, he got was, yeah. <laughs> he didn't care about that. Like he just had ideas of how things were going to happen. Yeah. And um, like from him setting up traps and him commandeering the the payphone to put out a call, oh, God, and he's yeah. like. He's like into mama judgments coming. Like it, was, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't just like a catchphrase. Like, you know, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, like yeah, from yeah, Sylvester yeah. Stallone or, you know, it was, it was, it was very much like a, it was like a, and it's like a, I am the law. And it's just, 
because yes. he embodied it. It was who he was. Yeah. Um, Carl Urban did a fantastic job in this film. He did. Um, you know, he was he was he was pretty well known. I mean, for for Bones and Star Trek and stuff like that. But but even still, um, this was right around that same time. And so, like him doing this film, um, it could have made or break. But I think it really showed that he could play this character. And it wasn't like a I'm stronger than you muscle. It was a methodical, like doing yeah, detective a, work. It was like, a even struggle. Breaking like, down the reasoning with yeah. Anderson, like like trying to figure out what was going on and making her assess the situation. Yeah. Like I love that like, you got more in depth about what the judges codes were and what they were planning to do. And it, it was one of those, I just, I absolutely love it. In fact, it's probably gonna make me go watch it again. Like tonight after <laughs> the kid goes to bed or something. Um, uh, when I should be watching Terminator for the real study on, on Sunday. Oh yeah. But it's, uh, it, it, it's one of those films where you can watch it and you can watch it again and watch it again and watch it again and you'll pick up on something different. Right. And um I I it's it's one of those films where you want to pay attention, but at the same time, if you have it playing in the background while you're doing something, you'll know when to look at the screen because it's your favorite part. <laughs> like it's just it's like that kind of thing. It just yeah, yeah I, I wish we had more movies like that. So um both great films. I, I I'm gonna say that. I think they were both awesome. I know. I probably lean toward more toward dread. Mm -hmm. um, and we can't say bad things about these films because honestly, kind of the part of the goal of cinema SmackDown is that we, we plead our case for ours being the best, but really you should go watch both. Yes. Um, they're both worth watching. It's both part of art. Um, it's one of those things where you just have to have, you know, you have to watch it to really appreciate it and to kind yeah. of see, you know, the different things it'd be different if you're like arguing which dread is better judge dread or dread. Right. Right. Um, you know, but yeah. Any, any last thoughts? Uh, like last argument. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Vote for me. Okay. So, uh, equilibrium is a ton of fun and it's that it's got that eighties movie action feel with mixed with that like matrix you know early 2000s style and just an amazing also an underrated soundtrack score really really good uh and hey it's early christian bell man like you you, you don't want to miss it it's amazing i'm just making sure that everything is good to <laughs> go Allow response editing. Everything is set. Okay, so um, you've seen the QR code here in the in the in the video. Um, this is going to be live. Um, so this this voting will be until um, the next the, the day of the next fandoms episode, which will be February second. Um, so you can go to this. Uh, go to that link. We'll be also posting this on our social media. But you tell us which you think is better, dread or equilibrium. You, it's up to you guys. Um, and with that said, I think we're, we're just past an hour, about an hour, 10 minutes. I think mm -hmm. this is a good place to end it. So let me go ahead and just get a couple things out of the way. Um, first of all, we are contractually obligated to keep the lights on. And so please go ahead and check out our merch store. Um, there are, um, things for fandoms, turn a page as well. I mean, there you go. You got the bottle right there. Um, we've also got some new merch, um, for wrestling night live for the nerd initiative wrestling. Ooh, yeah. um, I will tell you though. Um, I, they don't let me look and see about the sizes when I'm making the stuff. And so I'm going to have to like try to play. Cause I was so mad. There's a sweatshirt that I made that I want to get, um, <laughs> with, it says nerd initiative on the, on the arm the pouch, um, in the front yeah. and it's the nerd initiative wrestling. 
Um, and then I think on the back it says, um, like, uh, we, we tell we tell it straight right down the middle because that's like a thing that Rich says all the time. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to find this hand gesture as an image, but I couldn't <laughs> find it. Um, but uh, it, it it it's like one of those really nice sweatshirts, and it doesn't go to my size, and so oh, I know. Man. Sometimes with wrestling, you got to be a big boy. So I know yeah. some of the shirts do. Um, there's also, I think, I think there's stickers on there. I, I believe I got the, the 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 cups going. We're gonna be making some more stuff, and then, um, yeah, we'll be doing some stuff for Real Arena, uh, for Cinema SmackDown, um, all that stuff in the near future. Cinema SmackDown will be eventually moving to its own thing, and um, it will be like a 25 minute, 20 to 25 minute show, um, just going over um you know the different things trying to get you guys interested in watching new films and then picking the best one um be sure to check out uh nerd initiatives uh bullpen uh the comic bullpen every wednesday they release stuff um on the website nerdinitiative.com you can also follow the qr code um also for turn a page every tuesday like i said before um amazing breakdowns um it's basically like the comic book club if, if you really yeah. want to go down it um they've got a comic book that is that is talked about they focus on that sometimes they've been able to do an interview and talk to the actual writers or artists mm -hmm. Um, and of course, I think we also have an interview coming down the road, um, um, with, with a creator. Um, and then on top of that, um, let me see here. That's right. Don't forget to subscribe here to the YouTube. Rich is amazing. He's like that's, messaging me. That's the most week. important one, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> make sure that you subscribe and like. Uh, and turn on the notification bell. That helps as well. Hit the bell. Um, I'll tell you, it's not like TikTok. You, ding, you ding, follow ding. someone on TikTok, they you'll never see their stuff again. Nope. Um, <laughs> but on here, you can turn on those notifications. Be uh, sure to check out Wrestling Night Live um, every Thursday night at 8 p.m. And then, of course, um, with a lot of the pay-per-views, there's the pre- and post-shows. Um, and again, like uh, Rich had reminded me, not WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Next week, they'll be doing that. Um, and you should be seeing the, um, the, um, that hit on our schedule. We try to schedule our shows so you know when they're hitting. Mm -hmm. Um, but with that said, be sure to follow, uh, Mickey or cell phone wallet keys. Um, he's on TikTok, Instagram. Um, and you, I, Everywhere sometimes else. you can try to follow him on Facebook. I don't know. Sure. Um, <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're old, I, I have Facebook, but it's not me. <laughs> it's my mom. She, she likes to look at things. And so it's funny because anybody who's, who's friends with me on Facebook, if you start seeing weird stuff like pimple popper videos, she's, <laughs> her fingers slip and it's posting my thing. Like uh, I got notified this morning. I had to turn it off. Nice. Um, but yeah, with that said, remember to vote, vote early, vote often. You can vote more than once this time. Oh. Um, and you don't have to be part of nerd initiative. Bam. But if you'd like to be a nerd, part of nerd initiative, we're going to put that contact us uh, screen right back up again. One more time. Be sure to contact us. We can't guarantee that we'll respond in a timely manner, um, but definitely um, if you're interested in being part of our newsletter, if you're interested in joining the community, by all means, follow we that link. We want to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> um, but with that said, Mickey, thank you so much for joining. Oh, yeah, um, man. A blast. I know I talk way too much. I love it. That's great. We, we, we work well together that way. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, it's, I look forward to, uh, to traveling to Chicago again. Yes. So I'm just saying should be a ball. We'll, we'll figure all that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been Nerd initiative. Have a wonderful evening and whatever you, whatever you find, uh, brings you joy in your fandoms, whether it's toys, games, movies, comics, whatever it is, even wrestling and sports.
Mm -hmm. Do that and just do what you love. Mm -hmm. Have a great night. Good night, guys.